Today's episode of Goodwill Talk Daily contains depictions of violence, even violence of a sexual nature. Uh, and so I just want to put a little bit of a warning on the front end of this. You're about to hear me say the date and all the things I normally say at the beginning of an episode. But uh, if, if you yourself are a victim or if, if, if violent imagery is going to be difficult for you, feel free to jump ahead to uh, tomorrow. Just don't listen to this one. It's okay. Spend the time uh, with the Lord in prayer. Otherwise, here we go uh, into our episode today. It's Wednesday, February 1st, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today, and we are uh, working slowly through the book of Isaiah, a chapter at a time, and we are going to turn to chapter 13 in a moment. But first, a little bit of an update on what's going on tonight in the life of the church. So um, tonight is the last night of our journey through the book of Revelation together. Pastor Tim is going to be closing out the class tonight. Unfortunately, I can't be there. I'm out of town, but he's going to be closing out the class, uh, really celebrating what God has done for us in Christ and bringing us to that celestial city and uh, what it means to enter in and to dwell with God forever. And really going to be looking at the rest of the book as well and saying, how do we tie this all together? How do we understand how the book of Revelation all works together to tell a beautiful story of God's redemption of his people? So that's happening tonight at 630 in Montgomery. And uh, just just from me, you, you may not hear this because um, I had hoped to be with you last week and then the snow kept us from being able to be together last Wednesday. It was a joy teaching through the book of Revelation and, and preaching those sermons. It really was a wonderful experience for me. I hope it was great for you to be a part of that class. And if you missed some of it, it's available online. Uh, so you can head to goodwillchurch.org and you can listen to all of those classes and that that journey through the book of Revelation. It was one of the most enjoyable things I did in 2022. And I am uh, disappointed not to be with you tonight as we finish but it's going to be a great time with Pastor Tim. Also, it's a whole family night, so if you're in the choir, there's choir rehearsal tonight, uh, unless unless things change. I don't know. I'm As far as I know, choir rehearsal tonight, um, American Heritage Girls tonight, Trail Life Boys tonight, youth group tonight, lots of cool things going on. Be over in Montgomery. Bring your family. Bring your friends. It's a beautiful time together happening at 6.30 this evening in Montgomery. Well, let's go ahead and dive into Isaiah chapter 13. We're taking a bit of a turn. Last couple of weeks, last couple of days have been really encouraging, um, and we've been talking about the final day and our, our salvation in Christ. It's just really been beautiful. Uh, Isaiah is now going to turn his attention to some prophecies against foreign nations, and uh, so we can think about this a little bit. We're the kingdom of God. We're the church of Jesus Christ. Um, that we are, we are a people made of the peoples. Right, we are a priesthood of all believers, and we live among foreign nations. That's just how it works for us. The United States is our earthly home, but spiritually, our home is in the kingdom of God. And and sometimes, the kingdom of God and the kingdoms of this world are totally out of sync and and conflict with one another. Well, that was very much happening in the Old Testament. Israel had conflict with the nations around them, and we begin with a prophecy against Babylon. So let's turn to the text, Isaiah chapter 13, going to read the whole thing. Let's start in verse 1. A prophecy against Babylon that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw. Raise a banner on a bare hilltop. Shout to them, beckon to them to enter the gates of the nobles. I have commanded those I prepared for battle. I have summoned my warriors to carry out my wrath, those who rejoice in my triumph. Listen, a noise on the mountains like that of a great multitude. Listen, 
an uproar among the kingdoms like nations massing together. The Lord Almighty is mustering an army for war. They come from faraway lands from the ends of the heavens, the Lord and the weapons of his wrath to destroy the whole country. Wail, for the day of the Lord is near. It will come like destruction from the Almighty. Because of this, all hands will go limp. Every heart will melt with fear. Terror will seize them. Pain and anguish will grip them. They will writhe like a woman in labor. They will look aghast at each other. There are faces aflame. See, the day of the Lord is coming. A cruel day with wrath and fierce anger to make the land desolate and destroy the sinners within it. The stars of heaven and their constellations will not show their light. The rising sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. I will punish the world for its evil. The wicked for their sins, I will put an end to the arrogance of the haughty and will humble the pride of the ruthless. I will make people scarcer than pure gold, more rare than the gold of Ophir. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth will shake from its place at the wrath of the Lord Almighty in the day of his burning anger. Like a hunted gazelle, like a sheep without a shepherd, they will all return to their own people. They will flee to their native land. Whoever is captured will be thrust through. All who were caught will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be looted and their wives violated. So I will stir up against them the Medes, who do not care for silver, who have no delight in gold. Their bows will strike down the young men. They will have no mercy on infants, nor will they look with compassion on children. Babylon, the jewel of kingdoms, the pride and glory of the Babylonians will be overthrown by God like Sodom and Gomorrah. She will never be inhabited or lived in through all generations. But there are no nomads will pitch their tents. No, there are no shepherds will rest their flocks. But desert creatures will lie there. Jackals will fill her houses. There the owls will dwell and there the wild goats will leap about. Hyenas will inhabit her strongholds. Jackals, her luxurious places. Her time is at hand, and her days will not be prolonged. It's a horrifying prophecy from Isaiah, describing an absolute destruction in all the, the horrors that come with military destruction in the ancient Near East. Babylon was known for doing these things, these most unspeakable things, heard about what would happen to the infants and to the women. That's what Babylon would do to others. And so there's a little bit of a, a just reward being described here, as awful as it is. And notice it's not the people of God who are going to be called to do this work, but God raises up another nation, the Medes and Persians, to come in and do that. The Babylonians are the ones who will take Judah off into exile. They're the ones who finally destroy Jerusalem and raise it to the ground. Nebuchadnezzar was uh, one of the most famous Babylonian kings that we know of in Scripture. And they waged terrifying, horrifying campaigns. You know, when we read something like this, we're struck by the violence of it all. And it's all attributed to the wrath of God against sin and wickedness. And we ask the question, how is it that sin can be used to punish sin? Well, these are difficult questions. I think what's important to notice is that God will later also judge the Medes and Persians for the way that they carry out this, this brutality against Babylonians. He is telling Babylon that they are being judged for their wickedness, but that does not excuse the wickedness of others. We don't do things because the ends justify the means. We don't get back at others the same way they get back at us. 
That's not what God is saying here. This isn't some sort of tit for tat, quid pro quo, you did this to me, I'm going to do it right back to you. No. No, what God is showing is the way that sin and evil and wickedness beget sin and evil and wickedness. Violence begets violence. There is no end to the cycle. Babylon will not be able to bring about peace by destroying all of their enemies and brutalizing them, though they themselves will be brutalized. Don't we know that sin breeds sin, that evil breeds evil, that violence breeds violence? Brothers and sisters, we are called to be people of peace, to enter into these cycles of violence with a word of peace and love. We are to be peacemakers. And so we read this and we say, God, why would you allow the Medes and Persians to do this to the Babylonians? I know they're terrible, but what is described here is so awful. And God is not saying, hey, rejoice in this. No, we do not rejoice in the destruction of the wicked. Absolutely not. We simply learn that wickedness leads to destruction. And those who bring destruction themselves will go to destruction. The people of God are to be a people of peace people of God are to be a people of love. And we enter into these cycles of violence with the peace of Jesus Christ. And we pray that we, you and I, listening to this, speaking right now, Lord, would you use us to be peacemakers among those around us? Let's pray together. Father, these were terrible words, hard to listen to. Lord, I pray that we would hear that and see that wickedness always leads to more wickedness, that we do not reach righteous ends through sin and violence, but rather would we be peacemakers? Would we be people who bring a peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding into any conflict and to any violent situation? Use us, Jesus, to be peacemakers. God, bring an end to the violence. We know that violence begets violence, that sin breeds sin. Would we be a people of righteousness injected into these situations that there might be transformation, wholeness, healing? Use us to be peacemakers today at work, in our families, among our friends. Would we be about the peace of Jesus, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I know that was hard, but hopefully... We'll be back with me again tomorrow, right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.